0: Matthew chapter 14. And the Lord has me back on faith. We're in a season where we need to step out in faith. Amen. God is wanting to do great things. And he is doing great things. And, uh, this is the setting here is where Jesus had just fed the 5,000. Jesus and the disciples uh, fed the 5,000. Of course, it was close to 20,000 probably. And uh, he, after, after, after the feeding of the 5,000, he constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. So get the picture. Jesus is putting his disciples... In a ship and saying, you guys go on ahead of me. And at the same time, he's saying, you all need to go home. It's getting late. It's getting dark. You need to make your way back home to 5,000 or 20,000 people. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went to the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst or the middle of the sea tossed with waves for the wind was contrary. At the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled or afraid, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. Don't be afraid of anything Jesus is involved in. Amen. Because it's supernatural, you may not understand it, don't let fear rob you of what God's wanting to do. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, "'Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid.'" So the first thing he does is he deals with fear. "'Peter answered him and said, "'Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water.'" He said, "'Come.'" And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. Beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, where didst thou doubt? Let me just interject something, and I know you're standing, but this just came to me as I'm reading about this sister that testified about her ear. Did you hear? what she said. She said, I got prayed for Sunday, but two days later, my ear popped open. And sometimes when we don't get it immediately, we discredit that God's going to do it. And we can get our eyes on the waves and the storm and the the fact that it hasn't happened and we can get afraid and we can... Undo what our faith has done. And so I just encourage us today to understand that God is in control and he is on the scene whether you see him working or not. And the Bible says when they came back to the ship, the wind ceased. They that were in the ship came and worshiped Jesus saying of a truth, thou art the son of God. When they were gone over, they came into the land of Gennesaret, and when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all the country, round about them, and brought unto him all that were diseased, and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touched were made perfectly whole." Amen. The precedent for this was set when the lady with the issue of blood said, If I could but touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. She didn't tell anyone that. She only told herself that. And when she was healed, word spread. And that's what is happening in this verse that when Jesus came onto the scene, they already knew that he was able to do it because he had already done it and his, the testimony had preceded him arriving. And these people had faith that when they saw Jesus, if they could just touch his clothes, they would be made whole. I want to talk to us for a few minutes on faith has the first move. Faith has the first move. Amen. Would you just lift your hands one more time and say, God, I want to be good soil to the Word. I want God to be an incubator for the miraculous, Lord, to happen in my life. Lord, that the miracle is in your Word. The miracle is in the seed. Uh, It just needs a lodging place, Lord, to find, uh, amen, to grow and to explode into what you want it to become. In Jesus' name we pray and declare it according to the will and the Word of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. You be seated if you want. Amen. Jesus had just fed the multitude, uh, as we've already said, probably close to twenty thousand by the time you count women and children, because it just counted the men in this uh, cultural example. And uh, he didn't start feeding them till evening, which is kind of interesting. Jesus would teach them. He would. He would. Uh, minister to them but but he started in the evening here in this setting and so it no doubt began to get dark and Jesus was sending his disciples into, amen, the next place that they were going, and just so happened that as they were on their way, a storm hit, amen, and Jesus had stayed back to pray, amen, but they were in the middle of the sea, and I just feel like I'm supposed to interject this here today that the people in Scripture that, uh, amen, received something from Jesus or by his ministry and the apostles ministry got it when they exercised faith with demonstration faith with demonstration amen james the the book of james says that faith without works is dead amen something dead is good for nothing really it's just dead no life, no. It's lifeless. It uh, has no purpose. Amen. And so uh, he said that our faith without works is dead. In other words, uh, I'm sure that sitting in this atmosphere today, this audience, Uh, there are people that need things today, just like there always is people that need things, amen, but you can sit there with your need, and you can sit there in your mind and say, I have a need, and I need this to happen, I've got this sickness that's working in my body, or I've got this financial situation, or this uh, miracle that I need to happen in my finances, or whatever it might be, you can sit here today all day long, and you can wait until we discuss. And you can walk out and nothing changes because uh, God is not attracted to our needs. If He was attracted to our needs, we would all leave without them. He says He knows what we have need of before we ask. But here's the key we have to ask because asking is a form of, uh, amen, putting works on our faith. Demonstration in our faith. Uh, amen. He says this uh, that Bartima- Bartimaeus cried out uh, when he heard that Jesus was walking by, and he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, Jesus knew Bartimaeus was there, he knew that he was blind, he knew that he needed a miracle, but Jesus would have kept on walking because he was not going to stop to deal with anyone that didn't have faith. But the moment Bartimaeus cried out and the disciples said, you need to be quiet, don't trouble Jesus, he's busy, don't you see he's got more important things to do? Amen. The Bible says he cried out the more. He raised the volume. What does that mean? It means that he he said, you're not going to stop my faith from reaching Jesus. I have a need, and I'm going to demonstrate my need, whether you like it or not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the lady that was crawling through the crowd, probably getting her hands stepped on, people pushing her out of the way that were more strong than she, something in her would not be denied. Because she had a need that was great. The Bible says, you see, she was in desperate situation because the Bible says she had spent all she had, been to every doctor in the land. No one could help her, out of money, out of answers, out of options. But she said, I've heard that Jesus is going to be walking by and if I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just get a hold of his clothes, I don't need to touch his feet. I don't need to touch his hand. I just need to touch his clothes because his clothes are connected to him. What is that? That's her saying, I've got faith that if I can just touch Jesus' clothes, I'm going to be healed. She didn't think she might be healed. She said, I will holy whole. You see, that's powerful faith. Uh, that's demonstration exercising her faith uh, to the point of something happening tangible. If I could just grab his clothes, uh, I can be made whole. Amen. Uh, the the uh, story in the Bible where Jesus was in the house and the, the the man couldn't get in. The The people that brought their friend to, to see Jesus and to be healed. Uh, the Bible says the house was packed. Uh, there was no room for anyone else to get in the house. And I'm sure there were people, amen, on the outside trying to get in and hear, amen, hoping to receive something from him. But you see, amen, those people didn't get anything because they would have recorded it in the word of God. Let me tell you, who got something from him that day. The person that had the faith to tear off the first shingle because faith makes the first move. Amen. You're not going to get anything until you're willing to take a hold of that shingle and say, i got to get lined up to where Jesus is. I don't want to just get in the house. I want to be lowered down right in front of Jesus because if I can get in the place where he's at, I'll be made whole. Somebody in the house uh, has to have some faith in the house. Uh, amen. To not just say, well, Jesus is somewhere close by. No, I want to tear off the shingle and start ripping a hole and get down into the presence of Jesus and get his attention. Let me ask somebody today, do you have Jesus' attention uh, or are you just in the house? Uh, We're all in the house, but somebody's going to get Jesus' attention. Somebody's going to rip off some shingles. Uh, There's going to be some dirt falling down on Jesus uh, because somebody's faith uh, is going to say, today's my day to tear off the shingle and get in the presence of Jesus uh, and get what I need to get. It reminds me of a lot of the things that we do. Can I just share some transparency with us? We've become professional churchgoers. We're like the people in the house. It's good to be in the house. It's good to be where Jesus is. But amen, sometimes we think that Jesus owes us something because we showed up to his house. But that's not how the word works. Amen. They were there, and they probably left the same way they came. Because the only person I read about that got changed that day was the man that was lowered down by his friends into the presence of the Lord because somebody had just enough radical, silly faith to make the first move. Somebody had just enough faith to say, I don't care about who's in the house. I don't care what I might look like, but I'm going to get to where Jesus is. I'm going to get to the point where Jesus can't, he can't deny I'm coming in the house because I'm going to make some disturbance. I wonder if somebody in the house will make some disturbance in Jesus' presence today. Somebody got some faith today that says, I'm going to make Jesus know I'm in the house and I've got a need and I don't care what you think about me. Hallelujah. Come on, friend. I feel somebody tearing off the first shingle. Somebody's got to make the first move. Jesus is here, but you have to get his attention. Woo! <laughs> Oh, yeah, come on, hallelujah. Somebody gonna get get your fingers underneath that shingle. Get your fingers underneath that shingle, amen. Somebody's gonna step out and say, I didn't come here to leave the same way. I didn't come here to leave with my issue. I didn't come here to leave with my issue. I'm gonna touch him. I'm gonna reach him. I'm gonna connect with him. My faith is going to make contact with him. Oh, I feel something shifting right now in the atmosphere because somebody's touching him. Somebody's reaching beyond your comfort zone. Ah. You see, a light switch only has two options, on and off, on and off. I'm not an electrician, don't understand all the details. I just know this, that when I hit the switch to on, something's supposed to happen. What happens? I'll tell you what happens. Connection is made in the switch. And the connection activates the power that's already ran to the switch, but the switch acts as a breaker or an interceptor or an interrupter to the power, amen. But when you click it on from off, off disconnects power. That's what we are without faith and that's what we are without works. But we've got enough power in the house to see miracles happen today. But somebody has to throw the switch and say, God, I'm activating the power that's in the house. I'm activating the power. I've been hearing about. I'm activating the power that can take a boy two days later off the machines, the tubes, uh, and put him in his right mind. And he not dependent upon life support. But when life support, it's a person. I said, life support's a person. Oh, you're not hooked up to tubes today. You don't have IVs in you right now. But I'll tell you what: if the Lord just chooses to let your breath go, you're gone. We're on life support. That means without Him, we can do nothing. Amen. I couldn't heal a gnat of a cold. I can't heal anybody of a of a slight headache. But my Jesus can do that right there. I got more pictures I can show you. Brain tumors gone. L- bones in the legs going perfectly straight. Amen. God is not limited. It's not he he can do finances, he can do physical uh, healings and miracles, he can do mental healings. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to flip the switch today. Mm. There's people up here, first service. There's, there's, there's children up here of people that attend this church, and there's a granddaughter up here, amen, that is uh, suffering with gender identity confusion. Oh, yeah, we went there first service. We're going there today, too. We just need a little more radical people in the house right now to say, I believe God can do anything. I'm here to declare to you I believe God can take somebody that's confused and touch their mind and bring them back into their right mind and put the right understanding of who they are. If They're just being deceived by the enemy, amen, but that's a lie from the pit of hell. When truth hits you, truth shall make you free. just tell you that Jesus knew that you would be in the house today and that you would have needs when you walked in the door but guess what he's not going to come over there and bang you over the side of the head and say come on I've hit I've come to touch your need what he's waiting on is somebody to bang on him and say Jesus I need you to touch my need we come to church we'll, this is the professional part of it we come and we're conditioned to, to wait for a preacher to preach his guts out for 40 minutes uh, make an appeal and then maybe Jesus uh, amen, might touch us uh, when really church is all about this. Uh, I've come to the house of God today, and I've got a need that I don't have to wait until there's an altar call. Altar call began when you got up and started getting dressed this morning, and your need was present in your life, Uh, amen. When you get to the point where your faith will touch Jesus, that's when you need to act. That's when you need to be saved. Yeah, see, that's it. See, shingles being ripped off right there. You think somebody's crying. No, no, shingles getting ripped off. Why? Because faith is being put on Jesus that, Lord, if you don't do this, it's not going to get done. But I believe you can do this. I don't believe this is bigger than you, God. If you ever let your faith get stretched enough to touch Jesus, uh, anything's possible. I know that that sounds like some kind of cliche, and I repent if I've ever used it as a cliche, but I believe it this morning. Uh, You've come too late to tell me he's not real, that he can't do the impossible. He does it every day. He does it consistently. He does it all the time. He's great and greatly to be praised, and he's in the house to touch your need, not just your neighbor's situation. He's here to touch you but you're going to have to cry out the louder. You're going to have to tear off the shingle. You're going to have to be the one that steps out of the boat and says, I'm coming to where you are, Jesus. I'm coming to where you are. Faith is the currency of heaven and God's waiting on you to cash in. How do I do that? You just step out. There's people up here that have stepped out and guess what? God's already working in their situation. God's already working in the situations represented up here. If you don't need anything great, but the but if you need something, God's not going to come and amazon it to your pew. He's not going to send a shipment. And drop it at your front door. That's uh, See, that's how we think. God operates. Oh, God, you know what I need. Just ship it to the house. Uh, no, God's saying, you find where I'm at, uh, and you come and watch what I do. Amen. The moment you touch me with your faith uh, is the moment the package arrives. Uh, it's the moment that God does something with your invisible faith uh, that touches him, and it begins to turn your situation around. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Are we ready to be crazy and take a little step of faith here? There's enough people up here that God is ready to do something for you. I mean no disrespect, but we can preach all day long and get nothing done. Leave the same way we've always came. Amen. I wonder what's wrong with God. God, there is not a God problem. Amen. If there's a problem, it's because we haven't demonstrated our faith. We haven't reached him with our faith yet. But the moment we do, something begins to activate and transpire in the heaven realm. Hari andororobohura. Hikalalabaha. I got news for you friend. We're not here to merchandise the gospel. We're not here to merchandise Jesus. This isn't about get rich quick. That's not what it's about. But I am not ashamed to tell you that my God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory. He supplies all your needs according to his riches, his riches and glory. If you have it, it came from him. Whether it be a healing, whether it be financial, whether it be relational, whether it be psychologically, it came from him. And so there are people up here that have come to rip a shingle off or to touch his garment or to say, I'm connecting with you, Jesus. I'm throwing the switch. I'm activating my faith today, Lord. I don't care who's looking, listening, or watching or observing. What they're going to see is somebody that's desperate to say, i got to touch Jesus. I need you, Lord roshimaya mm. halllu hallelujah okay, we're just going to shift gears right now. I believe the people that that have ripping off a shingle today have ripped it off. They're already up here. You can come if you want. If you feel faith to come and activate the Lord today with your faith and demonstration, that's powerful. Thank you. But the people that have come, we're going we're to verbalize what we need from the Lord. Because when Jesus came to the man that was blind and he said, what do you want me to do? He said that I might see. You see, he had faith, but, he, but Jesus wasn't asking him to embarrass him. He was asking him to affirm his belief that God could do it. That's what a picture on the altar is. That's why somebody would lay money on an altar. We're not into this uh, prosperity gospel. But I am into believing God to take what I have that may not be enough. And if I give it to Him in faith, watching what God does with what I don't have. So what we're going to do is we're going to go down across. If you've come up here, I want you to verbalize. I just feel like this is what the Lord would have us do. I want you to verbalize what you came for. Not You don't have to say a paragraph. Just speak what... You have faith God, for God to do, and we're going to pray here in just a moment. And believe God. Just like the ear popped open. It may not happen today. It may. But it's going to happen. I'm going to start over here. And I just want, if you, and, and by the way, there's no pressure. You don't have to say a word for God to give you what you need. But I'm asking for those that feel that they have the faith to do this, to verbalize it. Because what you're doing is you're going on record. Let me ask you a question. The man and his friends that got up on the roof, what if Jesus wouldn't have healed him? Would have been embarrassing, wouldn't it? I mean, here they are. They, they just wrecked a meeting, Right? But their faith was to the point where, whether he does it or not, I'm going on record to believe that he'll do it. And if he doesn't do it, that's up to him. But my faith says he can do it. And my faith is saying I expect him to do it. He's not going to disappoint or fail anybody. I don't know who laid that money there, but the Lord just said he's going to answer and provide and multiply back.
1: I want my children to be saved and addiction to be gone from my family.
0: Children saved and addictions broken. I'm just going to move down through here.
1: Just a job.
0: Do you have a job? You need a job. You're going to get a job. The Lord says take the first job that comes available. Don't pick and choose. Let God give you a job, get it, and then God can always give you a better job. But when He gives you a job, and I believe it'll give, He'll give it to you this week, take it.
1: My two oldest sons are baptized in his name and filled with the Holy Ghost, and I believe in that they're going to serve God with their wives and their children.
0: Her two sons. Did you come over to say something?
1: For addiction to be gone from my family and for my husband to come home and my family to come back together.
0: For God to restore their family. Is it too hard for God? Has God ever put any of our families back together? God's able.
1: Healing for a child. One of my children needs a healing. Their-
0: One of her children needs a physical healing.
1: I've been dealing with some medical issues and any relationships healed between my two daughters.
0: He's able. Medical condition and relational healing. Anyone else? I have uh, faith and believe that God's going to bless this youth group and grow them abundantly. Uh, that we're going to have revival and God's going to bring the lost back. Amen.
1: Uh, for my for my in laws to come back to the truth. Uh, for my, also for my family back home in Louisiana to have salvation,
0: uh, my wife to be healed the migraines uh, that she continues to have and, and also just for our family for a financial blessing in, in my job or whatever it may be, just to, just to ease up, ease up something and obviously we still want to grow as well. so just a financial blessing.
1: Yes. I'm believing God for um, a breakthrough with employment. But not just any kind of employment. But I want to be fulfilling and purpose. Um, and I'm believing God for healing in my body with um, diabetes and my right side of my pelvic bone in my hip area. Amen. In
0: Jesus name. Now for her. No, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. In your name, Jesus Christ. In your name,
1: Jesus. Have your way
0: Hallelujah. God's here. He's in control. He's doing a work, actually. There's a deliverance happening right now. In the name of would you pray? We don't need spectators. Would you just begin to pray, church? Hallelujah. God's gonna help her. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah anyone else? Um,
1: I've been to several doctors and um, I have heart arrhythmia so bad sometimes I feel like I'm going to pass out and the doctors can't figure out what's going on so I know God can heal me and also I pray for Alston to come back.
0: Now church you just need to we need to raise our spiritual maturity right now. God is in control. And this, this situation is not what it appears to be. You know in the Bible when, when a person, when the man was thrown into the fire with these epileptic things going on? Uh, that's what's happening all right? That's a spirit-rooted disease that God's going to heal her of. I just watched it happen. And this is not, the reason I'm saying this is we've got to be mature because these people love God. But God's, you see, it, it wasn't until Paul gathered the sticks and started the, putting the sticks on the fire that the vipers showed up. You all with me? So the Lord's revealing some things, and he's dealing with some stuff that's, that's been down hidden. But the fire's getting hot, and the spirits can't stay. It's a spirit of infirmity, just so you know what it is. It's a spirit of infirmity, and God is going to deliver in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak complete deliverance, that no spirit, no spirit that's rooted in infirmity would be allowed to stay. You must go in the name of Jesus uh, this day. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over everything that would hinder in Jesus' name and that there would be complete deliverance for your glory, God. Now, just as he gave us a healing visual, there's going to be a spiritual visual of a change that's going to happen in that situation. Hallelujah. Anyone else? I'm just going down through. Um,
1: For mental healing and financial.
0: Anyone else?
1: Um, I have this thing called, like, uh, bowel disease in my leg. It's where my leg doesn't grow as it should. It's where one leg is shorter and both leg to the other. And I'm going to have surgery to fix it, and I'm a little scared about it.
0: Come up here. I can see his leg uh, stand there. Do you see him leaning my way? Now stand up. See how his foot lifts? This leg is shorter. Oh, that only happens when Brother Clark's here. See the box we put ourselves in. I'm out, I'm good. I'm getting out of the box, Church. If it doesn't work, I don't. I can't do it anyway. But I have a God that can do it. I'm believing for God to strength uh, lengthen His leg, and that there would be need no need for surgery. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, let his right leg grow. In Jesus' name, let it grow, God, and be, Lord, in harmony and in sync with his left leg. There would be no limp. There would be no lean. In the name of Jesus Christ, let it be done according to your word and according to your will. In Jesus' name. I rebuke every spirit of infirmity that would try to remain in his body. I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and walk around, Zion. I want you to walk around the sanctuary a little bit.
1: A chance to be closer to this church. We live well over an hour away. And I received a word from the Lord a couple weeks ago. Just to trust Him and He will make a
0: way. I've called your husband up. These people, great wonderful people live in Jackson, Ohio. And they're more faithful than some people that live down the street. That says something about them. And I just want the Lord to open up the door. What Where do you want to live?? Okay? Anywhere? Which one? Circleville. Circleville's just opened up a house for them. I don't know. It may be open already. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, when they move into that home, God, it's going to be related to their faith today to step out and say, We want to be closer to the house of God, we want to be in Circleville. Lord Jesus, right now, let the house, God, that you have reserved for them, God, because you already knew that they were going to step out in faith today, Lord, and God, you've got the house already lined up, and you know where it is, and we're just asking you now to open the doors in your timing, Lord, let it happen in the name of Jesus, we pray and declare it in Jesus' name. For
1: my family to be restored, and. Um, I I have ten children. One's a preacher, one's a police officer, and uh, I have one son. That he uh, he's, was baptized as a Christian, and the enemy tripped him up, and he got 13 years in prison. Every morning, I've got up and walked around seven times, Praying for release for him. Today I'm stepping forward. that yes, yes. God's going to release him. Yeah. He had a ministry. He had a ministry. And God, I know he's not done with him yet. I know he's not done with him yet. So I'm going to walk around seven times if I can, Pastor. And that's it. That's it. God's going to answer
0: our prayer Amen. is
1: going Amen. to be free. Amen. Amen. I also have eye problems right now. The devil's tormented us for seven seven years through this. It's embarrassing. And he's just tormented us, my body, my mind, my eyes. But God's going
0: to deliver us. God's going to deliver us. Yes, he is. I hear faith in that. That's not just a cry of despair. It's a cry of hope. I'm putting my dependence in God for my healing, my mind, and my family in the name of Jesus.
1: My finances and my children to be home serving the Lord. They were dedicated.
0: My bitterness toward my wife and my co-workers at work. This is a root cause of the things that are flowing out. And that's not to put you on the spot or embarrass you. Truth is, if we would all be real transparent, God's going to answer him because of his transparency. And it's going to start with forgiveness. You have to reverse it. Right? In Jesus' name, today at this altar, you're going to release, and God's going to do what you can't do, but you've got to do what you can do. And that's release, people. In Jesus' name.
1: Asking God to, for complete healing of my heart and to boost my immune system.
0: In Jesus' name, let it be so.
1: Restoration um, my mind, heart,
0: my family, my marriage home um deliverance of anger um thank you pastor thank you church everybody being
1: always here for me and my family i love you guys protection over the church protection over you pastor and, and your family thank you um for all my children you know to be in the church and then um my um, sister-in-law got murdered two months ago, and me and my wife um, actually filed for adoption for her kids, so I pray, you know, the Lord gives us that five- and six-year-old baby, you know, they're in church here in a couple months. Thank you.
0: Okay, anyone else?
1: I pray for um, healing over my family mentally, physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, and um, I pray that my daughter's father and grandfather will give their life over to God and let the Holy Spirit fill them. And to the woman over here who was talking um, about her arrhythmia, I just wanted to let you know you are healed, and that's why they can't find anything wrong with you. That is why they have not figured it out because you are already healed. for my son, for salvation, and to make some right decisions. Pastor, that's my daughter, and uh, my other daughter start coming here, and then she stopped, and she just been released from the hospital. She's at home now with tubes, a tube in her, uh, I think it's her stomach, she had a bleeding ulcer, so I'm believing God that she will get back to the house of God.
0: We're in agreement with you. There's one more.
1: You, um, I'm believing God for healing in my body and my thyroid, um, my, my blood just for healing in my blood and my body, um, for revival in my family, for revival in my home, um, and that my boyfriend will be here in church.
0: uh, first of all, I want to thank God for everything he's done for me. Um, I live a blessed life. Um, but I, I need healing in my body. Um, we need some, uh, of our kids to get back in church and grandchildren, financial blessings. Um, not long ago I was praying and God told me that as long as, uh, you know, I work for the kingdom that I'll be able to work. And um, I just, God knows all my needs. And I'm thankful. Amen. He's going to do what he said he would do.
1: I need healing for my body. Strength so that I can get a job. I need a financial miracle or I'm going to lose everything I have. I need peace in my home instead of fear. I need my son to be healed. My daughter-in-law to be healed. I need strength.
0: Do you believe God can do everything that... This wasn't a complaint session. This was a faith declaration. Now God's the one that has to do what we've asked Him to do and what we've gone on record saying we expect you to do. These are more than just words. There have been some shingles ripped off. And there is some faith on display. It's not just, oh, I hope Jesus can do it. It's I know He's going to do it in Jesus' name. Would you just now lift up your voice, and we're going to pray the prayer of faith over these needs. For those of you that need financial miracles, amen. I just want to give an instruction that the Holy Ghost gave me, was to make sure that your finances are in covenant with the Lord, because He can't bless something that's not in covenant. And so the first thing I would do with my finances is to sit down and make sure that I'm in covenant, and I'm following scripture and God can bless me and when you do that God is going to open up the windows of heaven and pour out on you a blessing you can't receive in Jesus name Lord we thank you today for your word I thank you God for faith I thank you for those that came to the house today Lord and they were not intimidated God to speak out and declare that their need is greater than they can do God and they can accomplish but God we're believing you God to take peace Lord God, whether it be tubes out of their physical body, or God, whether it be a healing in relationship, uh, Lord, we speak healing in the name of Jesus. Uh, We speak healing physical. We speak healing relational. We speak healing emotional in the name of Jesus. We speak healing spiritually in the name of Jesus. Restore the years uh, that the canker worm and the palmer worm and the locust uh, have destroyed God, bring it back, Lord, like only you can do, God. Lord, you're the provider of all of our needs. And, God, we declare over our situation abundance and provision. Hey, God, we thank you for it today. We give you the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.